How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal, as always, to my right, my co-host and my dad, Noel Teal. It's another Dub Day Monday. Dub Day Monday. <laughs> I had to put the, the jersey on. I'm, I, I swear to God, I'm, yep. I'm, I'm busy, busy day trying to get here to record, and I'm like, I'm putting on the CD Lamb jersey. I don't know where it is. You don't I, it know doesn't where it leave. Is. It, it doesn't leave my room. Like it's obviously it's in like the dirty laundry or something, or, or I don't know. Or the five thousand pieces of articles of clothing you have in your closet. Yeah, it's somewhere <laughs> in there. I just was like running around, couldn't find it. Threw on the Zeke, you know, throwback jersey. Wow. Um, and called it a day. But I mean, can we clap it up for CD Lamb? I mean, he he deserves a round of applause for his that performance was a and forty nine fantasy points and giving 49. us a Dub Day Monday and giving me the highest score in our league um, for the week. Bucks. Led to that led to that so that was very good to see um mm-hmm. unfortunately didn't have him in the league that i was playing you um which again didn't even put up a bad week what i put up 160 points and i still lost aj my Mahomes team had the worst game of his career and correct. i still lost my team in that league will not lose to anyone i'm seven and one and i will win the title this team you, is you know what's gonna loaded. happen right you know no, what's no, gonna no. happen? No, no, it's I'm not. I'm putting this out there now, it's not. so that I can clip it, and I'm gonna yeah. and I'm gonna do, go on TikTok and do like a green screen, and it's gonna be you in the championship getting there, and then your whole team has like a down week and loses. That's what happens nope. with, with the like happen. the gods. Dude, my team is stupid. It's it's littered with talent at every position. Yeah, it's insane. But yeah, I scored 200 points a week. That was disappointing I'm, to see. No, it's great. The best was um, when you texted me in the middle of like the one o'clock games. You're like. I have a chance. Well, you know, if Lamar Jackson took advantage of his his matchup with Arizona and didn't hand it to Gus Edwards yeah, three every times. every touchdown, like I would have had a chance. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it, it's whatever. I mean, that league, <laughs> it's far gone for me anyway. Uh, we have to get into recapping Week Eight, where I had a great Week Eight. Um, I was able to get a little lead here in the pickums um, mm. and, and get a little lead action. Swept mm. the board on our different picks, three and zero on the week. Which is very good because we haven't had a lot of those. Actually, in fact, no, any of those for either of us this entire no. year. So I extend a little bit of a lead. I got back on on track. Eleven right this week. That's kind of I want to be in the double digits, you know, every week. So that was good to see. And then there's a couple college games we'll get into um, as well. So let's get into it. Let's run it. Let's talk about some of the college games. It wasn't a good slate to begin with, and there no. wasn't many great games that we need to talk about. Really, no. the only one we need to talk about is Kansas upsetting Oklahoma. A uh, really big win that just completely shakes up the Big 12. I mean, the Big yep. 12 is already like this weird conference so far this year um, because, you know, Texas was this huge favorite, and now Quinn Ewers goes down. Um, they lost Oklahoma, and, and it just was shaken up from there. Um, and now Kansas goes into Oklahoma a week after UCF almost did it, and now you're starting to question. We were all talking all this talk about Oklahoma being – the team that would come from the Big 12 and, and make the, the college football playoff. And now it's like this team might not even, you know, be there in the in, in the championship game, um, you know, if they go down one more game. It, it, it's crazy. So a couple of things since we're starting with the Big 12. The Kansas win was awesome, right? I mean, it's – listen, if I see Dalen Gabriel win the Heisman, I was going to lose my mind. So yeah, the fact that he left kind of like rules it, him it, out. Yeah, it, it karma's a bitch. Mm-hmm. Um Number two is Quinn Ewers went down and Arch Manning wasn't the quarterback. Yeah, so it was kind of teased that he was maybe going to get playing time. Um, But, yeah, I don't think they want to risk 
his red shirt. They don't want to risk injury, anything like that. Um, and they have a guy named Malik Murphy who came in yeah. and he was fine. I mean, they took care yeah, of I mean, BYU. BYU. I get that. But I was just, I remember like looking later in the day, I'm like, oh, wow, Archmust had a great game. They won 35 to six. I'm like, he didn't even play. But I believe he was listed as the backup. So I, I think that when they were saying he's ready to go, that means that he's ready to go if he emergency has to be put in as the third quarterback. Uh, but I don't think they want to ri- risk redshirt, risk eligibility, yeah. anything like that. And then the third thing in the Big 12 is, are we ever going to get a win? Nope. It's never going to happen, ever. Seriously. Um, and it's funny enough, one of the one of the worst teams in the Big 12 has to get a win this week. UCF and Cincinnati play each other. So Great. who's going to win that one? Because I look at the spread, and somehow UCF's favored by five on the road. So I don't get that at all. This UCF team is going can't to win, win a game. No, UCF's going to win this game. And then people are going to be like, does that really count as a Big 12 win? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like two American teams. You got to beat a big, big 12 team. But yeah, this has just been so <laughs> disappointing. Five losses in a row. Some of them were close. This West Virginia one wasn't. Like, West Virginia just handed it to them. They, oh. The defense was horrible. Like, sometimes you feel like, oh, the defense, you know, plays good. Like, they did it against Oklahoma. And then they go against West Virginia and they get. Destroyed. Well, so look, JRP threw three interceptions that literally I could have easily intercepted. It's, I mean, you know what sucks terrible. though is we hyped up this season. We did. We weren't expecting anything, you know. But we started three and zero. We saw we had a team that could compete in a in a Big Twelve that there wasn't any like besides the Texas favorite. There wasn't yeah. any teams that we thought you know we couldn't compete with. And we started by competing with Kansas State. They took care of us. You know, Kansas blew us out. Uh, we were, you know, West Virginia blew us out with it, competitive with Oklahoma. It was just so much back and forth. And without have, being able to pull out any of those wins and then the Baylor loss with the ball, like without having to pull out any of those wins, it's just become an incredible, disappointing season because we we saw the competitiveness and to get zero wins out of this, out of it yeah. just kind of hurts. Hey, listen, the best part was, is it was a 12 o'clock game. It was an early tailgate. and Which by, should be by- illegal. Um, in Orlando, I like the early. I actually like the early tailgates. I love starting to drink at nine yes. a.m. It was great. But twelve I, o'clock kickoff, having the it, sun it was beam in your face. I am yes. red still from Saturday from yep. a half Look, of, of getting beamed by the sun should be illegal in Orlando unless yes. we're going to play in a dome, which I'm I, all about building a dome. But I took a great nap between five and seven, and then I rebooted oh, I did for my too, second. Yeah. Then I got my second win too. for the night. It was it was a good nap. But yep. anyway, Kansas upsetting Oklahoma um, in one that I just didn't see coming. This this no. this team's been pretty good, though. Um, no. Dean, Devin Dean's Devin a Neal really good great. running back. Yep. They ran their way towards a win. Dylan Gabriel had a very down game um, yes. through an interception, barely got to 200 yards. The Kansas defense stepped up when it mattered. Um, and, you know, he had three on the ground, but just the pass attack wasn't good enough, and they had a chance no. – at the end there to go down and win it, uh, you know, got into Kansas territory um, and wasn't able to do it. So this is uh, th- this now is now you talk about the Big 12 as it's anyone's game right now. Kansas State is actually playing really good yep. uh, football right now. They're 4-1 in the conference. Oklahoma State, Iowa State are 4-1. I mean, this could this could literally go any which way. Oklahoma has, has to play Oklahoma State, West Virginia, BYU, TCU, so they have a little bit of an easier path. You know, yep. but they just lost to Kansas, so they could lose to anyone here. I still, I still think Texas will will come out on top. I really do. They got Kansas State this week, so we'll see. That'll be I a like big it. one. Um, and, then, and then as and we, there was a, there was a. Okay, oh, God, 
Yeah. No, I'm just I saying, just want to say about Oregon. We got to talk about Oregon. Yeah. I, then I then Oregon, Utah. Yeah, my Utah team. prediction was not good. Um, no, it was terrible. Oregon team. just went in and destroyed them. Um, Oregon's defense is the real deal. I mean, we saw how competitive they were against Washington. Washington's like the best offense in football, and they forced, you know, turnovers on them, you know, mm-hmm. held them to around 30 points, which is hard to do. Um, yep. and, and definitely shows that they're a complete team. Bo Nix played very well. They have Irving Franklin Johnson. Like, they have so much talent on their team. So much talent. I could still see this team, if they somehow get, you know, which they should. You know, we, we see USC falling apart. Um, you know, Oregon State, we'll talk about lost to Arizona. Uh, there, there's no other team there, you know, with Washington heavy in the lead. That should be a rematch for the Pac-12 championship. Definitely. And a one-loss Oregon team, if they're able to get revenge on Washington – has a very strong resume Definitely. for the, the college football playoff. Definitely. Remember, that game was in Washington. That is not an easy place to play. They right. lost by three. The game was awesome. I right. still think they're, the, they're, they're two of the top five teams in the country. You know, I would love to see both of them in the national championship playoffs yeah. because I think they're both phenomenally exciting and entertaining to watch. You know, so I, I would rather see both these teams in Ohio State, you know, or, or – right. You know, or, or freaking, I mean, I'm obviously going to see Georgia and Michigan. And, and right now, I don't see anybody beating Florida State. So, yeah. you know, but it's they're probably tough. both playing for one spot. But right. if Oregon beats Washington, I put Oregon in the in the, yeah, in the college playoffs Looking for sure. Now. Yes. Yep. Definitely liked what they did. Um, Georgia had no problem with Florida. I mean, we, we said that Florida, you know, could do anything. These games could mean anything. Georgia had no problem without Brock Bowers. And who nope. came up with a big game? Who did I say Lad was going to step up? Lad McConkey with a huge game, six for one thirty-five and a touchdown. Um, and love it went four for eighty-three. Both the guys that I said step, you know, have to step as uh, step up as older guys step yep. up. So that was that's good to see. Honestly, I didn't even check the box score, so that was that just put a smile on my face that, I, that I got those guys right. Um, and then UNC. Yeah, so. How the hell did UNC lose to Georgia Tech? Yeah, UNC lost to. Was it Virginia last week? And now yes. they're losing to Georgia Tech. Like and what, the same team, Georgia Tech, who beat had, Miami in that weird ass game. I had know. belief. I had belief in you. I don't understand what happened, Drake May and, and UNC. They beat Miami. I thought they were going to cruise to give Florida State a run for their money. No, that's did you see question. what Georgia Tech did in the fourth quarter? They ran for two hundred and thirty yards in the. How do you fourth let quarter. that? How do you let that happen? Two hundred and thirty yards in the fourth quarter. There were yeah. like two eighty-yard runs that literally the guy just went through the line and was gone. What was the quarterback? Like it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. I don't know. I, um, very odd to yes. see there. Um, how about USC was in a, a shootout with Cal with Cal. I don't know one person on Cal, but Caleb Williams has to do his heroics once again to get this team a win. This team seriously can't just beat an opponent because no. their defense is so bad, so bad. Um, that they either allow too many points that if Caleb Williams doesn't have a perfect heroic game, they lose. And they anyway, they allow you know a million points no matter what, and Caleb Williams has to be heroic and, and lead them to a win. Like okay. this is this team is ridiculous. Leads me to my last question on college football this week. Should they shut Caleb Williams down for the year? Should they shut him down for the year? Yes. He's going to be the, the number one pick, right? He has nothing to play for. Their team is not going to make the college playoffs, that he's not going to play in the bowl game, and he's not going to win the Heisman. If you made a business decision as the number one overall pick, would you continue to play in these meaningless, stupid All right, games? Can I give you a crazy scenario? Can I give sure. you the most craziest scenario? 
Go. See their next three games: uh, Washington, Oregon, and UCLA. Yeah. Hypothetically, mm-hmm. they win outright. They mm-hmm. get to the Pac-12 championship and they beat Washington, Oregon, whoever they play. Yeah, not gonna happen. Dude. No, no, I'm just saying hypothetically, okay. beating the fifth, the sixth team, the twentieth ranked team, Fine. and then another top probably five team. Should- are, would you put a two-loss USC team with Caleb? I mean. Actually, I'm going to answer this for you. A two-loss yeah. USC team with Caleb Williams, they would put in the college football playoff. Sure, but that's never going to happen. They're going <laughs> to lose just, all three games. And I'm just and, saying. And I'm going to defer my comment about shutting him down just for one more week so that they can get that third loss, and then we can talk about it. So explain how USC and Washington play this week, and the line is three. It, Washington favored by three. At USC, how is Washington not favored? You gotta believe. You gotta believe Caleb Williams is going to come to play. I mean, he's going to compete in this game. I don't think he's just going to roll over and they're going to take the loss. Pen- like he's going to sh- he's going to go head to head with Penix in this one. Yeah, and Penix is going to throw for four hundred yards, five touchdowns. A Dunze is going to have <laughs> three touchdowns and seven hundred yards. Over like, under is set at seventy six and a half. I'll take the over seventy six. AJ, That's there's insane. going to be ninety points scored. That's wild. All right. Um, we have LSU Alabama next week as well. So that'll cool. be, you know, yeah, so good game. They're actually, both, you know, LSU's up there at like 13 now. I know. Not crazy. So, Meanwhile, Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels is such, is such a good player. I love Jaden. He leads Daniels, the league so. in touchdowns. I mean, he's right now, and he's definitely top three in the Heisman yep. right now. Like that a lot. All right. Let's get to week eight in the right. NFL. We're not going to um, talk hockey. Where we recap our picks. Um, and go over what we got right, what we got wrong. Uh, By the way, Ryan Musum, 11 correct again this week. Again. And he's 20 ahead of me. 20. Again. Yeah, 20's ridiculous. He's 16 he's ahead of you, dude. I don't think he's slowing down either. Ryan, please call me. Give me your picks. Please. I'm you gotta pay. You, you got to pay for, for, for Ryan, Ryan's picks. Ryan, I will pay, man. I want it for my other pools. I think Ryan should pick all my pools. Like, seriously. I have, I have no reason to be picking. Um, before we get to the Cowboys, because we usually start with them for Dub Day Monday, but Thursday night, Bills, Bucks. Um, we actually got this one really right. Perfect, like, right? To the T. Like one of those, Take if you Bills listen to, to it, you thought, we were, the points. You, you thought we Back were, you covered. know, sorcerers predicting the future on the, you know, next day of the pod. Um, <laughs> Allen has a good game. You know, yep. Cook runs the football effectively. Gabe yep. Davis, big game, nine for 87 the touchdown. Still wasn't enough to get me even close to a win against nope. you. Um, we said Kincaid was a must start with Knox out. He goes five for 65 and a touchdown. Definitely a must start from here on out. Um, so you're and, saying that I was right about Kincaid. I just was a little early. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. Just but on sure. the other hand, kept it within the, the you know, uh, touchdown, touchdown loss. So they covered the spread. We said they wouldn't be able to run with Rashad White. So they're very, they're still very, you know, one dimensional. And we said Godwin, you know, and Evans were must starts as always. And they both scored. So. Yep. I, I see this as, as the best Thursday night game we've had all season by far. At least the way we predict. By the way, were you shocked that I mean, maybe the Bucks just don't care, but I mean, they do have a chance to win their division. They can't run the ball and they don't go ahead and bring back Fournette, but instead the Bills signed Fournette. Yeah, I didn't like that at all because I would like Cook to still have that demanding. Between Cook and Latarius Murray and, and yeah. uh, I don't know. Harris. I mean, where is where is Fournette fit in there? I don't know. It doesn't really feel like they need him. They're actually running the ball much better than they have in previous years, and Allen's still running the ball. Um, How about the Buccaneers go freaking trade for Derrick Henry? I mean, they need somebody because Rashad White, 
went seven for 70 in this game receiving. He's a good receiving back, good third down back. He's not a workhorse, you know, between the tackles running back. He's just not. So go ahead, give your third round conditional pick to uh, to, to the Titans and go get Derrick Henry and see if you can make a run to to win this division. Because I don't see, because this the, the, this Bucks team in this whole division basically is so middle, middle tier, middle of the pack that I would say just go for it this year. You get in the playoffs, anything can happen. Sure. Um, you know, see what but you got with your guys, according, and then you can make a decision. According to the Titans, man, they are not trading Derrick Henry. I don't know. I'll believe when I see it. The trade deadline is today when this goes out, so we might yep. miss a few and have to talk about them on Friday. I don't anticipate too many. You know it's the NFL trade deadline. Nothing I don't, really, I really ever don't. happens. Um, we already had happen. Leonard Williams traded from the Giants. Feels like oh, he's like 35 years old yet to the Seahawks, so I, they got a second-round pick. That's because they, they lost their defensive tackle for the year, so. Yeah, so they go ahead and get Leonard Williams. A little little pass is probably not having his greatest year, but he's still an impact defensive lineman. Blocked the field goal a couple weeks ago. He did, he did. So definitely, you know, good pickup for Seattle, as we'll talk about them soon. They took the NFC West divisional lead. My predictions are coming right. I I love (laughs) that I talked good about Brock Purdy. I mean, it's the best thing I've done maybe since the podcast started. Um, We start with the Cowboys, 43-20 to win. Um, what a game from Dak. This was one of the best games I've ever seen Dak play. Really, he was really on. was. He was um, really on. Can, can we give a, a hats off to Mike McCarthy? He cut all the bullshit out. He, he did. They, I, I really do think he went into the bye and was like, man, this offense sucks. And mm-hmm. we do the same play every time. We hand it off up the middle every time. We throw five-yard outs and curls every time. I or didn't see a curl slams. route once in this game. Yep. Not once. I did Only not see a curl route. Whole game. Yep. Huh? Yeah, I, I didn't two. see any any dumb out routes for three yards. No, you know, Ferguson run three yards, you know, under center and throw it to him. That play they ran, I feel like, every drive. They didn't yep. run that. They didn't force Pollard between the tackles. You know, they, they got him outside on a couple of runs. Like, this felt like they actually watched the film and said, we're going to fix what didn't work. And can we I, – I think I might shed a tear when I look at the box score and see the box score that I've wanted to see for, for four years. Since 300 yards and four touchdowns? Uh, and, and 12 for 158 and two touchdowns from CeeDee Lamb, where his targets were 14, and the next best one was four with Brandon Cooks. That's what I want to see every week. I'm sorry. I want to see CeeDee Lamb get fed the ball. He's a stud. He's breaking out. Every route he ran, double team, triple team, he got into open space, and no one could guard him. The, the, yeah. the deep posts. The corner routes, the slants, the drag routes underneath, just getting him into open space, leading him, and he was just making plays is what the Cowboys need to do. They figured it out in, against the Chargers. They added to it this week. I, I was impressed offensively. We'll get to the yeah. defense, but I was just impressed offensively how Dak you know, and CD were working. So there's two things. One is he did get the ball to a couple of different people. Brandon Cooks with the touchdown, Ferguson with the touchdown. Some beautiful throws. I mean, I mean, that, that touchdown of Ferguson, Ferguson was a great throw was and great catch. Throw. Yes. The throw and they've been to trying Brandon to do Cooks that all, all year, and it, it felt like, you know, some plays in the red zone, Ferguson, you know, dropped, and then some was like Dak way overthrown. Like, this yeah. one looked like, okay, we're in week eight now. Dak's dialed yes. in. Ferguson dialed in. The offense is dialed in. Like, we're, Everything you know, was we're getting into rhythm. But, and I'm going to say but, because I can't just be like, woo, everything's fucking rainbows and butterflies. It is a lot easier to play that way when you're up 20 to three after 16 seconds. Right. But, but the, I'm saying the offense 
this wasn't yes the defense got the pick six they got the the safety whatever but this was like the offense was flowing from start to from from start mm. to finish can't say start to finish because the first three plays aaron donald had two sacks you know right. so like we got bailed out by a penalty and then we just started yes. to take over you know yeah. look at the end of the day i'm very pleased with the game i mean Stephen a smith will tell you like oh you know another big blowout against a shitty team and that's fine right at the end well, of the day at, at home we are blowing everybody out doesn't matter who we yeah. play. Incredibly. Three and oh, and 20 point wins against all of them. Incredibly good at home. The Cowboys have been in. Dak's been much better at home. And that's pretty obvious. The thing that, yeah. that I don't get is I love this. Colin Coward, this was going kind of viral on Twitter. This is just one of the, you know, Cowboys media portrayed kind of memes or jokes there. If you go to last week, when Colin Coward does his top 10 teams in the NFL, guess who number 10 in the league was last week? That be the Los Angeles Rams. Oh, um, Rams. This week, the Rams were Los Number Angeles 10? Rams. He said he was impressed. You know that their offense has been rolling. Cooper and um, Puka, and he, yeah, Cooper and Puka. Stafford's playing well. They're a, they're a solid team. Aaron Donald's controlling defense. Comes on today, um, and and the narr- you know the the narrative leads off with g- impressive win by the Cowboys. Blew them out, but it's against a crappy team. You know they've <laughs> done this before. Well, like come on, like you can't you can't <laughs> right. do that. And then and then come back with that when you literally said that they were a top ten team two weeks ago. Like I, I don't I don't these well, guys. It's literally they. I think they do it on purpose to literally mess with do. our heads. They have oh, to because the media was completely derailing the whole. Oh, you beat the Chargers. What we fucking do? Meanwhile, the Chargers, Chargers are look pretty littered good with time. talent all over the damn place. Right? If you know, it wasn't this for this Rams coaching, team, yes, the, the the secondary is is not good when they don't get pressure. We ate them up. But yeah. Stafford was good. Now he's hurt, so I don't know what's going to happen to them. Um, they have the Puka Nakus, the best rookie receiver ever through through yep. you know the first half of the year. Well, he's actually they, leading, Cooper leading Cup, catches. Yeah, Cooper Cup had four catches. Like the defense played great, and Deron Bland mm-hmm. had a pick six, and pressure was there. Parsons had a good game. Special teams was clicking. The Cowboys, yeah. when they play the, these games that all three facets are hitting, I don't believe it's just because they play crappy teams. Yeah, the score may reflect that in beating by twenty. But they play a game like this against Philly. They'll go ahead and beat Philly on the road next week if they play this good in all three facets of the game. They won't beat them by 20, but no. they can beat them in Philly. True. Could I give four really cool stats about the Cowboys yesterday? Yes, okay. you can. First of all, 43-20. First time in NFL history that that score yeah, that's was crazy. the final score. What do they call that? Scorigami or whatever? Scorigami? Yeah. But I, first I time so. that that's ever happened. Secondly, nice. right? We are, like we said, we're three and zero at home, and we've won all three games by twenty points. That hasn't happened since two thousand and seven. Crazy, yeah. They they home, had a, the home field advantage has been big. It's why the Cowboys need to go for the bye and, they and really keep do. pushing. Uh, the Cowboys became the first team with a defensive touchdown, a block punt, and a safety in the first half of a game since two thousand and seven. Lions. That's crazy. Weird and then stat. lastly, Deron Bland. Right has now set the record for most pick sixes through seven games in a season. It's wild. Three pick sixes already. He just kind of look, and that one was a little bit of a, um, you know, Stafford underthrew Cup, and it was just Cooper a mis- miscommunication. But when you look at it from the other angle, like Bland always has his played eyes in the backfield. He played it perfectly. You know that 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 Stafford gets it to Cup on those little routes all the time because. You know, people play so far off of him, and he wasn't afraid to jump it, and he was at, in the right place at the right time. He's just such a good, um, he's just such a good corner, and how yep. 
his, you know, and how he sees the backfield and reads the quarterback eye, quarterback's eyes. And he gets rewarded with a lot of, you know, interceptions with that. Definitely. He's a lot like Trayvon Diggs, but he, and he, and he's, and he's arguably better because he doesn't take as many gambles and, and he's a, you know, he's a more, I feel like he's more, a more physical corner as well. Yeah. He might not have the athletic jumping and running ability that Trayvon Diggs does, but he's, he's great. The the only positive thing that I'm going to say about the Rams is Puka Nakua is for real. He is, he takes a beating. A beating. He was and getting hit everywhere. He's a huge, he's huge target. He's huge, and he's got great hands. This kid catches everything. It was. I just. I really like where his his trajectory is going to go. Yeah, and the the Rams falling to three and five. There's talks about Stafford going on IR. I don't yeah, exactly know what the injury. What was the injury? Thumb. Thumb. Um, his thumb. He, uh, yeah, he's hurt it in the past. Well, he dislocated. It Doesn't. looked like he dislocated it on like someone's helmet, and then he got tackled by. Parsons and it, he he heard it again and they try to tape it and it, it yeah. he, he just he not looking it. good is no. what we're trying to say another quarterback yeah. that goes down as we go to the one o'clock games the Vikings beat the Packers but it it's comes with a cost Kirk Cousins here. torn ACL um out for the no, year the, torn Achilles sorry torn Achilles excuse me way worse yeah torn Achilles same as Aaron Rodgers um from beginning of the year uh the Vikings are able to come back to be four and four they're on a they're on a roll right now, a three roll. in a row. With, but without Je- all three without Jefferson, right? Without Jefferson, Addison stepped up in a huge yep. way. You know, uh, scores again in this one. Hawkinson's been great. Osborne, we said, was a start. You know, if if you have to get him in deeper leagues, um, Cam Akers scored. And I said, if you're going to start a, a running back, it should be Cam Akers. So we were right yep. on that. Yep. Um, and they won this game. You know, but Cousins now done for the year. Um, you know, they they were hoping they could make a playoff push still. Um, that's still possible, but who's who do they turn to now? I mean, who quarterback wise do they turn to? Well, do they turn to Jaron Hall, who's exactly. the guy who came in for him? Jaren I mean, this is Hall. the BYU quarterback who got picked in like the fifth or sixth round. You know, Nick Mullins is on IR till week ten. They have uh, Sean Mannion on their practice squad. I mean, these are not good options the, here. The rumor right now is. Is if Tannehill is cleared with his ankle injury, they'll go after Tannehill. I don't think that's a good idea either. I I hate that option as well. Might as well go with Sean Mannion. I mean, I, I don't know. It's it's a really really rough you know situation for a team that's finally playing their best football. Their defense has been good. Defense um, been really it, good. It's, yeah. it's just a bad. Uh, it's just a bad break for them. And you got to feel for Cousins too. Like this is a guy that we all loved from watching quarterbacks this this off season and. You know, we, we were rooting for him and this team to make a comeback. And now, you know, yes, they get the win, but just kind of unforeseen where they go with the quarterback position. At 35 years old, is he done? F- free agent next year. I don't think he's done, but now you got to think, you know, no big deal because he probably honestly might not even be ready for next season. If right. maybe he's going to call well, Aaron Rodgers. He might. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers could be. Yeah, call Aaron Rodgers, see what, what he's doing, because he looks great throwing the football, you know, before games. So I hope he is, but, you know, you're too. talking about a guy who's going to free agency. If he had another good year this year, he was going to get a decent last contract. I don't yep. know now what, you know, I feel what he's what's going to bring. Such a good guy. I think it's going to definitely affect the team. I mean, they, yeah. they were rolling with him. He, you know, he was they leading the league in, in touchdowns. He was second in passing yards. He was having an MVP-like season. Yep. You know, and, and now I don't know what the hell they do. I really I don't know. 
Don't know but either. The, so. that, and the Packers are just god-awful. Oh, they're horrible. Awful. Um, what week? I can't remember. What week did I say, Jordan Love, it's time to bench Jordan Love? I think it was week, like by week, week four. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I did not see week four. I think I said week like – I actually think I said week eight. So, yeah, it's about that time. Put, uh, put Sean Clifford time. in there. I mean, I've Sean seen enough. Sean Clifford. Jordan Love stinks. Um, yep. Falcons-Titans. More more backup quarterbacks. What did I say? What did I say? Wouldn't it be funny if Will Levis outplayed Desmond Ritter? Oh, it would be hilarious. We were all laughing on Sunday when we, we, we watched Will Levis have probably the second best debut that I've seen um, it, in it my lifetime. A, you know who number one was? The, the former Tennessee Titans quarterback, Marcus Mariota, Marcus when Mariota. he outdueled uh, and just destroyed Jameis Winston in his opener. Yep. I remember that, and he went crazy. He, he was the last quarterback touchdowns. to have four touchdowns in a debut. Will Levis looked three things. Confident slash cocky, which he yep. is, and he used it to like he used it in a good way. Like he was proving his throws, launching the ball with his with his big arm, and he was con- cocky, confident in all the right ways, and I liked it. His personality do, showed. And do I you think- know what it do you know what it takes to be an incredible quarterback in the NFL? What? One it just takes one thing. Mm. Throw the ball to your best wide receiver. Right. I mean, you, you throw it up to DeAndre Hopkins. He's got to be open, and he was wide open on all these throws. He has the arm to get it to him. They were all good throws. Um, he Three was, teams. you know, he was staring him down on every, on really, you know, a, a, a lot of these throws. And and look, yeah. that's what you got to do when you got at someone like DeAndre Hopkins. Like I'm sure, how how happy was DeAndre Hopkins after this game? It is a quarterback <laughs> that threw him the ball. Tannehill could do this. He just chose not to. Um, <laughs> And really impressed by Will Levis. Again, cocky, you know, the arm strength was showed. And then three, in his post-game press conference, was was talking about Malik Willis, you know, picking him up and didn't appreciate boos from the fans. Like, And then also showed some poise, which is a sign of a leader, you know, in a young quarterback. I, I, I have to say it. I'm, I'm blown away, you know, impressed by Will Levis in this. And well, I wish he played good. I, I wish him all the best. And I think the Titans might have something here if he continues he, to play like this. He played good enough that Malik Willis never saw the never saw the field. No, and he, he won't ever see the field again if if yeah. Levis plays this good. They play the Steelers on Thursday night next week. Levis is going to start. Yep. And, you know, it's going to be a much tougher defensive matchup. Again, I told you, the Falcons do, are not good. This defense <laughs> overrated. AJ Terrell got burnt by DeAndre Hopkins, like all three touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, You know, Bijan Robinson, again, you said he was going to win rookie of the year. I said not on this team. They just don't, you know, they're they're not going to utilize him the best way. This team should have drafted, let's see, a quarterback instead of Bijan. I mean, I I don't get why they didn't. But Taylor Heineke finally came in. That's the only positive I can see from the Falcons. You said it was coming. Yep. Buy low on Drake London because I think if Heineke continues to start from here, I haven't heard anything if they're going to continue with that. I think he can actually make London a stud because L- London has, is playing this good even with the bad play of, of Ritter. Yeah, I, I, I think it's time to turn the ball over to Huck, to Heineke. I mean, he looked better. God, Much Ritter better. really does struggle, man. Poor guy. He does. He just struggles. He does. He just struggles, and, 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 and it's this time is like, to move on. And think about all these teams that are like in the middle of the pack. These four and four, three and five, three and four teams. There's just a ton of them. Ton. And they're all Very, just stuck in mediocrity. A lot of mixed mediocrity teams. That would be yep. like the Saints and the Colts. There Saints you go. offense 
woke up. This was one that we actually got wrong. We were pretty in agreement about the Colts um, in this one. Colts' defense is just letting their offense down. I had no problem with Minshew or the offense in this game, but allowing 38 points to an, a, an offense that hasn't been able to do anything. Taysom Hill goes two touchdowns on the ground. Kamara adds another one. Raheem Shahid has been a crazy deep threat this year. Three for 153 in a touch. Did you see the bomb? He literally was open by 15 yards. Yeah, and he was was on on the other two that he didn't score. He was underthrown on both of them, and that just shows you Derek Carr, um, the arm strength (laughs) that he has left. But, yeah. yeah. The, the, the storyline is is that, you know, whatever you can get for Olave, I think you just sell now. I mean, I, I would trade him in for, it's you know, so disappointing. literally anyone right now. Maybe, maybe even trade him for – look at look what st- Jerry Judy just did this you week. You can't start him. You cannot no, you start Chris Olave right now. You can't start Olave. The way they're utilizing Hill, Kamara, Shahid, and Michael Thomas being, you know, yeah. pretty consistent over the last couple weeks, you just can't. So whatever yeah. you can get for him. Or, you know, a wide receiver like, you know, Calvin Ridley, who people are also trying to get rid of, I would even think about that swap as well. Yeah, I agree. All right, moving on. Patriots, Dolphins, Tua Tungavailoa improves to 6-0 against Bill Belichick. Is that unbelievable? 6-0 against Bill Belichick? Tua Tungavailoa is Bill Belichick's father, and he owns him. And the Dolphins own the Patriots, and the Patriots go right back to where we thought they were. Um, which is not a very good team. They they competed for a little bit in this, and uh, Jalen Ramsey got back on the field, had a pick six. Uh, weren't be able to run the ball as well, but Waddle goes over a hundred. Hill goes over a hundred. He's over a thousand through eight games, which is the first time in NFL history that's happened. Um, Tua had a really good game, and for the Patriots, Wait, uh, Kendrick on. Bourne. Wait, when you do you say he had a pick? No, he had an interception. He didn't return for a touchdown. Uh yeah, I just meant pick. I yeah, 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 pick. I was like, wait a minute, when did I? I missed the pick. Yeah, six. just an interception. <laughs> um, and Kendrick Bourne scored for the Patriots, and then so suffered. did Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, I saw Juju scored, but uh, and only had one catch in the game. But what I was gonna say, Kendrick Bourne caught a touchdown, and now he's out for the year, I believe, with a torn ACL. So can, can, can we just talk about the trade there. that I made last week when I got Jalen Waddle and George Kittle, and both of them went. Oh, and killed me. Yep. Not not good. Not good at all. <laughs> all right. Um, moving forward to Jets Giants in probably what was the worst best game of all time. I have never seen this in my entire life. Twenty five punts. Twenty five. More punts than five points scored. I think it was twenty four punts. punts and twenty three points. Twenty. were three the, but there were three yeah, off the record. Points. Yeah, twenty seven was the record. Twenty four punts. I don't. Yeah. I, I've never seen that in my life. How do you punt the ball? Twenty. There was sixteen three and outs combined. It's, it's insane. Holy terrible, terrible. Uh, you know, offense. Yeah, Dakota. Look, she's barking in the background because of how she's, terrible she was. This game was. Look, first of all, I want to say two two things. Terrible game because both offenses are just horrible. Um, and then number two, how did the Giants not win? I don't get it. How did the Giants not win this game? Because um, they the they, they had won. Wilson. They stopped. They, they they stopped the Jets. When you know they 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 Kayvon Thibodeau got a sack, yeah. and the Giants all they had to do was run the clock out with a minute twenty six left. Yeah, they had all three timeouts, but you're in. Look, you stopped them in in their territory. Like worst case yeah. scenario, you kicked the field goal. Graham, you know, it was pretty good, right? 
126 they get stopped. on the clock. First of all, you get stopped on fourth and one. You have Saquon Barkley end the game. Yeah. Just end the game. You no. just run for one yard with Saquon Barkley. You end the game. Second of all, Graham Gano misses a 35-yarder. Graham Gano is pretty much money. Like, he's been money his whole career. Misses that. And you give the ball back to Zach Wilson, who finds Garrett Wilson for 30, and then on the next play, Alan Lazard for 30, somehow magically gets the the, the ref to run as fast as he can down, look like Tyreek Hill running down in the middle of the field, touch the ball, spike it with a second left, hit the field goal. Wait, did you see him? He the literally, history, the, the center took over. the ball, he put it down. The ref ran and just went and touched where, it Where was quick. this ref in the division around last year with the Cowboys 49ers? Exactly. Where was who, he? Who needed to who, hold the ball, caress it, rub it against his face, put it down on the ground. Yeah. Look, t- horrible game. The Jets were about to lose to Tommy DeVito who came in for the injured. Okay, um, this is uh, what I want to talk about. This is what I want to talk about. I'm a, okay, Tommy DeVito. Uh, what was the guy's name from the uh, for the Vikings? Uh, I don't even freaking remember. The, I got the BYU look guy. I don't even yeah, remember. Yeah. Right? Uh, oh, Jesus. Um, damn. What the hell was his name? Uh, something Hall. Jaron Hall. Yeah. Jaron right? Hall. So we have Devito, Jaron Hall. Who are these people? How are these like, people? How are these guys backup t- quarterbacks? Tyson Bajan. Like, how are these people the quarterbacks okay. in the NFL? Does Colin Kaepernick have a point when he's a little pissed off that he's not a backup when these guys are? Back? Does right? he have a little bit of a point? Right. I'm just what? saying. I'm not. I'm not trying to start anything. But how how is Colt McCoy not a starting quarterback in the NFL with these guys playing? Yeah. Right. I, I mean, mean, look. Even I'm his biggest hater. Where's Carson Wentz? Where's Carson no, Wentz? I'm no, sorry. That, that, I, I, that might be the worst ever. I'm, I'm just saying, like, you can't be it. Like, the Vikings can't call Carson Wentz and be like, hey, maybe. Just, right? I mean, we, we, you know, we talked about, like, in the draft, like, like Stenson Bennett, you know, or Jake Horner, Horner. Like, I know these guys are, like, hurt or this or that. Like, But, like, there's amazing that there were studs in college that are not getting on the field in these backup roles. And these people, I have never – and we watch – AJ, me and you watch more college football and football I've than anyone I know. I've never heard, heard of, of these people. I've never heard of Tommy DeVito. Wait, we were calling him you, Danny DeVito the oh, other did day. Did you look him up yet? Yeah, he's from Illinois. Never okay. heard of him. I'm did, sorry. Do you remember him playing at Illinois? No, I never did. No. And they were good last year. I don't remember him. I don't know. Oh, I, anyway, I remember Devin Witherspoon last year on Illinois. Sidney Brown, I do not remember. Tommy DeVito. And anyway, the Jets somehow win in a game where yep. they never should have won, and they go to 4-3 and three somehow. Yes. Uh, Jaguar-Steelers. This game was a ref fest. The Steelers were not happy with the refs, I, and there were some Another injury to a quarterback. Comes. Yeah, Trubisky gets hurt. Pickett, no, or, sorry, Pickett, Pickett gets hurt. hurt. Trubisky comes in. Another one who, yeah, it's time for Trubisky to get out of the league. He's terrible. Um, mm-hmm. But this one didn't surprise me. This is one of the ones I got right where you took the Steelers there. Trevor Lawrence is, is, is fine, and ETN just continues to play really good football. Ingram, yes. 10 for 88, so that's good to see. Hey, Ridley actually 6 for 83, so definitely Let's Ridley go. owners are probably not trading him for Chris Olave. Yeah, what happened to Pickens this game? Jesus. You want to talk about like not um, even in the mix? He, one catch? He fell off one catch for the touchdown. Which again and didn't help me against you. I he, just needed some five, players to step up. Five tar- and I he had five it. targets, AJ. Four of them were not even close to. He had like ever a thirty last week, and he gets yeah. one catch. One. I, I hate the Steelers' offense. It's so bad. It's terrible. It it's All right, moving on. As we go a little quicker with these, the Eagles against the Commanders. The, was this the same game same as game. as the last same time game. they played? 
back and forth is Sam Sam Howell when he plays the Eagles is Tom Brady. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. Until when he plays the, the Eagles, Until he's the ridiculous. End. 400 yards, four touchdowns. Until that terrible interception that he terrible. threw, terrible. Terrible. terrible, terrible, awful interception was going to win the game and threw that interception and completely screwed his team over. Um, yes. th- this just you got to give the Eagles credit for one thing. They're seven and one. They have the best record in the league, and mm-hmm. they they don't look that good. No, you have to give credit to that because again, the NFL is all about just winning games, finding ways to win games. They didn't look great in this one, you know. And Hurts still had three hundred yards and four touchdowns. AJ Brown was the first ever receiver, um, or I believe tied Megatron's record with six no, games. No, he broke it. He, he broke, broke Megatron's record for six games with one hundred twenty-five yards, you know, plus uh, to start a season. Like he's ridiculous. Even Devontae Smith went for a hundred and a touchdown. Like. They still got all these guys involved, and their defense let 31 points and 400 yards through the air to Sam Howell. Like, yep. they find ways to get it done, and, and you got to respect it. So, well, we um, said it from the beginning of the year Washington's secondary is atrocious. It's, it's horrible. Horrible. Devontae Smith's touchdown, I mean, literally, I could have thrown it to him. He was open by 20. He yards. was just sitting there in yep. the end zone. But, and, you, and AJ I Brown, told, yeah, AJ Brown. Is there not a game plan out there? that can put two guys on this guy because he's just, you know what he, he is. And it's crazy because they just signed him and didn't he score? He did. He's, he has so much Julio Jones in him and no yes. one's Julio Jones, but he just does his size, his catch ability, his jump ball ability, his speed. And I really think he's better. Mixed with his size. Like, he's better. He, he, he it, it, when it all gets said and done, he could be better than Julio Jones. I think when, he is. you know, when, when his career is over, he just has that, you know, <laughs> ability. Could so, you imagine where the Eagles would be the last two years without him? Yeah. They would have I mean, never made was, the Super Bowl. They would no. not be 7-1 and one this year. No. Like, this like team would, is being carried by him. It's unbelievable. He's, he's really supporting this offense. They haven't been able to run the ball as good the last couple of weeks. Like, he has been the go-to guy, and he's been delivering every, every single week. Um, and I told you this. Sam Howell's not the issue in Washington. Like, they have someone in Sam Howell. Sam Howell's a good quarterback. He threw the bad pick. But this guy can throw the ball. He's a yep. good quarterback. They have no run game. They, they're, they're, you know, their receivers are okay. Dotson showed out in this one. He has his moments. McLaurin's inconsistent. I don't think he's as good as McLaurin he once had a was. a terrible drop on third down. Yeah, I don't think he's, you know, the, the, the guy he once was. Their defense sucks. Like, they have a quarterback. I don't think that's their worry right now. They got to support yep. him and get their defense and their secondary right. But I like and then how on the other side, played. did you see Jalen Carter MRI today on his back? Like, yeah, he went I out of the game, that. never came back. I did. Could so, be, could be big. That would be could a be big, big loss. He's been the defensive rookie of the year by a mile so far. Yeah. You know, this year. All right. Texans Panthers tend the one o'clock games. What did we say? How again, this was like a how funny. How it was just like the Will Levis. Like how funny if Will Levis went off. How funny if Bryce Young beat CJ Stroud for his first NFL. <laughs> and he does. And, and, in a and game where both of them played him. Severely. Both outplayed. of them played awful. And both these teams yeah. looked like just terrible in this game. Um field goals galore. Uh, and, 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 you know, a couple touchdowns young threw one to, uh, tremble. at like the one yard line. That was it. Thielen keeps it going. They couldn't run the ball. The Texans can't run the ball. Um, but at the end of the day, Bryce Young's first win is over CJ Stroud. And that's all she wrote. It's crazy. The script crazy. writers got what they wanted. Um, I mean, and the Texans out of the bye, I was just expecting more. I was expecting them to keep rolling. 
which got out a little bit of a dud against a defense that did. hasn't been that great. But they did. I, I was not impressed at nope. all. I wasn't impressed with either one of them, like you said. But you know, he Bryce Young made a couple more plays. That's all it was. All right, four o'clock games. Brown Seahawks. My I lock of the week. Never lost this game. I should have never lost this the game. Lock of the week hits. Well, don't with even the lock Seahawks. Week bullshit. Um. Yeah. Should they have won this game? Yeah, they should because you the know most brutal at the end of the interception day, you'll ever see. At the end of the day, I'm taking Gino. You know, to do it in the final couple minutes to go down and lead his team to a game-winning drive. Two-minute drill was executed to perfection. Mm. Um. Honestly, PJ. PJ. Walker played pretty fine in this game. You know, again, oh, turnovers, but Gino had his turnovers too, so I can't knock him for that. Um, threw for 248. In the first half especially, he was good. Second half, they kind of got to him a little more. Um, but, you know, without a, a real good run game, Ford was hurt. Hunt wasn't doing much. Um, he hit Cooper on some really nice routes. He hit Najoku. Like, he was kept this team in it, and it looked like for a minute that their defense was going to carry them to another win. And then Gino again, two-minute drill perfection smith the jigba on a screen pass for the touchdown and they get the win um it was ugly again third third week in a row the 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 seahawks have won two out of those three games that have been ugly but they get they're getting wins i see a lot of eagles in this team they're they're not playing their best football they have a talented team but they get they they get wins and they're first place in the nfc uh west i know it's crazy so my my three sleepers are starting to all well one's on ir but he was killing it Devon Aitchin, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, and uh, well, actually Zay Flowers and Dalton Kincaid. I, I hit all those. The problem mm-hmm. with this game was that I picked Cleveland based on the fact that I honestly, I really thought that they could handle from a defensive perspective, you know, Gino and the whole bit. When, when PJ Walker threw that interception to Julian Love, I, I mean, yeah. It was literally like, are you what? 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 What are <laughs> you doing? What are you, what are you doing? I mean, he gifted that to him, and that's right? what I'm saying. Like first half, PJ Walker was fine, and then so, you know, so second then, half they got. Then to him. after after uh, Smith the Jigba scores, they go all the way down the field, right? Yeah. And then what the hell were they doing? Like from the 25 yard line, he gets sacked, right? Like you cannot take a sack with 20 seconds left. Like come on, dude, you can move and you can get out of the pocket. And then he just airmails a ball over the Joku's head for the you know yeah. in the end zone. And like, when you, ah. when you're in and out of the lineup, you're not a starting quarterback. Like these things happen, and again, you know, they're just. Why is PJ Washington a starting quarterback in the NFL? I I do you can't see it? Do you see? Question. Do you see? I see a trend. I see trend a trend. Here? Okay. Yes. All right. Keep it going. Let's, um, let's, let's go with the goat next. Yeah, the goat Mahomes, not with a goat performance at all. His first loss to the Broncos. In his career, his, his career. first conference loss in his career on the road. He was sixteen and zero in the conference on the road. What the like? What and twenty five and zero, twenty five and zero against teams with more with than three losses. Multiple losses under five hundred. Yes. Twenty five and zero. They had forty straight games. Forty straight games of either winning the game or losing by less than five. This was their first loss by more than five in forty straight games. Like. Just the craziest dominant stats you've heard. Do, do we this. believe any BS that he had the flu? I do. You I do. mean, he definitely was sick. He definitely didn't look right and didn't look locked in in this game. Credit to the Broncos defense. They played really good. They played as good as they did against him when they 
played him a couple weeks ago. This time they yep. just got some breaks to file their way. And Russell Wilson's been good. Playing great. Playing great. Russell Wilson is playing good. Again, we said the reason this team was struggling was not because of Russell Wilson this time. Their defense had been failing them. And they yep. get Javante. Look, Javante Williams a buy low candidate in this. I know it may be a little late now, but he's back to a full workload. We said it t- it'd take a little bit into the season, but mm-hmm. gets a full workload. Jerry Judy, you know, gets in the end zone. Maybe this team doesn't fire sale yet. Three and five into the bye week. I don't know. They got some thinking According to, to do Sean Payton, before today. Will be, they're, not, they're not looking to unload anybody. Maybe it's clicking. Maybe it's finally clicking. And they get the Maybe win against clicking. the Chiefs. I'm not you, taking you, too much away. The Chiefs, you know, are allowed to have their, their game where they, they fold like this. But uh, you know, tough you know one against me? Miami next week in Germany. I know. You know what kills me? Aren't they supposed to announce these things when somebody's sick or hurt? They or did. This they, or did that? they did announce this. When? They did. When? Before the one o'clock games, I can assure like, that I did get the can tweet you? because I didn't see it, hear it, and I put every Kansas City in my underdog fantasy, <laughs> and I lost a shitload. Got to get on Twitter, dude. Got to get the updates. Uh, keep it going, Ravens Cardinals. A little closer, the score says, but I mean the Ravens pretty much dominated. Don't know how much of Joshua Dobbs we'll see for much longer what, as Kyler Murray gets week. healthy. One more week, um, and Gus Edwards goes for three touchdowns, which. I'm not. I, I'm. I'm happy. I'm content. I started him, but I'm not getting my hopes up because I know he'll go right back to five points next week. I'll tell you one thing: with Zach Ertz going down, uh, if you don't have Trey, yeah, McBride, Trey McBride, looked great. He looked really like good. the he looked like he's the a, kid that we all expected coming he's a good out. Good tight end. He is yeah. a very good tight end. So that's the one bright side. And Marquise Brown, garbage touchdown that lost me in a league. <laughs> Just gross, dude. That garbage touchdown. Right, I was up 24, 23 points going into tonight, and then he is uh, Devontae Adams. Because of that touchdown, I'm up 11. Yeah, guess what? I would have won by one, and I lost because mm. of that. Well, I'm yeah, about to lose tonight, so okay. Um, The final game, Bengals 49ers. Bengals get a win, and this one we Look, were right, right on. For the 49ers right. going down their third loss in a row, Purdy another bad performance. Yes. Uh, costly red, red zone interceptions. McCaffrey not being able to run the ball effectively. Um, Kittle goes off for 9 for 149 the week I trade him, of course. Can't make it up. But again, this was just because they were down the whole game. They had to pass down the field. But look at the Bengals, man. Burrow is back in stride. We said his calf injury isn't, you know, anything that's affecting him anymore. They're running the ball with Mixon, and Chase is back involved as well as their other weapons. When all those three things are clicking, this offense is unstoppable. And that's yep. why they've been unstoppable for the years that they've had Burrow. And it's clicking now. And the thing with San Fran is, yes, you have to put blame on Purdy. He's not been good. But you have to put blame also on their defense. Their defense has been what's carried them through Garoppolo, through Trey Lance, through Brock Purdy. And their defense through these last three games has not played up to the 49ers defense and um, standard. And it's the secondary. The secondary is, has the secondary been is what we know has been their weakness, even through their years of going to the Super Bowl, you know, the uh, you know, any other sort of, you know, run that they've made. But you have to look at, you know, at the defense in the secondary that they're not getting into pressure. We know Bosa's not off to a great start. Like and they did get three getting sacks exploded. finally. They did sack Burrow three times. Yep, they did. Right? But the Bengals did whatever they wanted. I mean, Chase is really coming on. You know, and and if and if Mixon's going to run for eighty-seven or hundred yards a game in a touchdown, man, that's and the way the defense is playing, 
uh, the Bengals are going to be right back where I need them to be for my predictions. I know they are definitely making a comeback. They're four and three now heading to Buffalo Sunday night. That should be a great Let's go. game Let's next go. week. And to end off the episode Sunday night, Chargers, Bears, you took your shot, man. I did. And I took my the, shot. And Tyson Badgett didn't. Didn't reward you very well with that one. No, he looked uh, like Chargers the Shepard 13. D2 quarterback finally. Yeah. The Chargers just needed this win way too much. You saw Herbert come out and ball. Definitely good to see him, you know, did, get back to what it? we know he is. I want to um, say like his first 16 completions. Like, yeah, didn't... and Eckler was very much involved in those completions and scored. But, and and but Eckler can't back run involved. the ball. What the hell, dude? No, they have no run ability. And, and, you know, their offensive line isn't great. But, you know, when Herbert's on, he can make any throw in the game. And, you know, Eckler in the passing game is just so it's such a dynamic piece that, you know, they're going to beat teams like the Bears that, again, offensively with Badgett, they're they're very limited. And, and he, you know, you can't put it on him. They have problems all over the board. But, you know, Fields yeah. is, another, is just a quarterback that's going to keep this team more competitive. Yeah. No, they couldn't run the ball at all, you know, and, and that was a big issue. Look, it was, uh, again – too many crappy quarterbacks in this league right now. It, yep. It's really problematic. And look at kind of to, to play off that. Look at the draft class this year for quarterbacks. It's one of the best we've seen Correct. of all time. So yes, you got to really look, you know, at, at yourself in the mirror if you're an NFL team right now and say, is it worth us competing right now, or are we just going to kind of call it a season tank for a pick? And get one of these guys like the Penix, the Caleb Williams, the Bone Knicks. You could, you could uh, see you eight to nine quarterbacks go in the first two rounds next the, year. The way that it's shaping out right now with all these teams, definitely possible. We could see a record quarterback round. So yeah, definitely something to keep your eye on. We'll, we'll see what happens with the trade deadline. We'll kind of recap anything that happens besides Leonard Williams um, on Friday's episode. Oh, I don't anticipate oh, a over, lot. Over under four impactful trades. I'll go under. I'm going under two. Salary I, I think cap, the salary cap issue causes too many issues. My one prediction is I think Derrick Henry does get traded. I think. Oh, there's no I chance. Think, there's I think no just, chance. I, I think, I don't know. I just think something happens where he does get traded. There's no chance he gets traded. That's, that's all I got for you. Okay. We'll be back yeah. on Friday. Um, we'll preview week nine. Cool.